0: You're listening to Partnership Aligned Podcast, hosted by Ilana Israel. If you're a woman and you want to feel happier and more connected to your partner, and you're not afraid to do the inner work that it takes to get there, then this is the podcast for you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Partnership Aligned Podcast. So today we're going to talk about the things that you can do for yourself to make your experience within your relationship a little bit easier, help you manage your stress, help you manage your mood, help you manage all the things that are happening within you so that you can show up as the woman that you want to be when you're with your partner and with your family. So to help me do that, I have Miriam Galifant with me. Hi, Miriam. Hello Miriam is a holistic therapist. She specializes in holistic care, massage therapy, and gut health. She also has her own podcast that I had the honor of being a guest on called Solistic Hope and Miriam and I found each other on Instagram. I think, yeah. I think because I reached out to you to do some market research for me. Right. And yes, yeah. And then I don't know, we ended up just clicking and we've kind of been supporting each other ever since.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I've met some of the most awesome people on Instagram. I mean, not every, you still got to be careful these days, but it's really awesome when you, when you do meet someone that you really jive with and connect. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no, it was really cool. So um, when we are talking about self-care in relation to relationships, what, what comes up for you?
1: I work with a lot of clients that they have busy lives. We have busy lives. We're moms. We've got a lot going on. We've got our relationship with our husbands. We've got probably got work, either part-time or full-time or whatever. Um, And there's a lot to manage. And so I think often what happens is we kind of accidentally get stuck in this fight or flight mode of just go, 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 and make it through the day. Just make it through the day. Just survive. Just survive the next thing. Survive the next thing. Put out the next fire. Put out the next fire. And I've been there too. Um, And so what I work with a lot is on the daily routines, the small things that we can do to start shifting the stress management tools, making sure that our adrenal system is healthy because when our adrenal system is fatigued, guess what happens? We're in fight or flight. We've got extra cortisol going on. We're going to be more reactive. We're going to be moody. We're going to be cranky, all of the things. That's not really going to be beneficial for relationships and communication and everything, right? Um, We've got to make sure our gut health is in check as well, as much as possible. Because again, that directly correlates to our serotonin levels and our melatonin levels for sleep, all of that. So we've got to um, work on our sleep our stress management, our gut health, and all of that's going to help balance and calm our central nervous system, as well as um, balance those cycles of our serotonin we need during the day, serotonin and dopamine for happy and focus, and our melatonin at night for sleep. And so once you can get into a rhythm with that and you can develop a nice routine for yourself, it makes a world of difference. And one of my favorite things is doing that in a way that it only takes like five minutes here and there. And it's not like hours of, I'm not going to tell you, Oh, go work out to the gym for two hours. No, I mean, not, I mean, if you can do that, that's amazing. Awesome. Do it. Um, If you love that, not, not everyone, not have kids. <laughs> not, right. You know, or if they have, I know some people like the childcare at the gym, but you know, and I get it, you know, you, you want to find things that work for your routine that you can maintain because you, you know, People do these sixty-day, ninety-day things. That's awesome. However, you usually can't maintain that for a long term, and then you end up falling off of that and going back into. And it's like a yo-yo of like, I it's super healthy, and then super not healthy, and then that's really uh, detrimental for our brain, for our body, for all of the things. Um, in my own life, I've I've seen you know similar challenges. I am someone with I have ADHD diagnosed. I'm um, Dyslexia. I have autoimmune disorders. Um, I have gut health issues as well. I have three small children, a husband. I run a business that has in person services and online services and work part time in healthcare. So, if you can imagine, um, and you know, a podcast for fun because I actually love just talking and um, having conversations with people. But, anyways, So when I do not, when I fall off of those routines that I need for my gut health, for all, for my autoimmune, for my hormones, for my adrenals, immediately, my husband is like, "Uh, you need to go back to bed and go to (laughs) sleep because we've got the crankiness, the snappiness, the, the moodiness, all of those things come right back. I also over the years, it's been probably about seven years, I've been studying like holistic health and how integrated everything is. When we've got something going on mentally, it directly impacts the body. When we've got something going on emotionally, it's directly going to impact the mind and the body and you know, so on and so forth, back and forth. It's all very, very integrated, um, which is amazing. And we can use that to our benefit once we learn a few things. But if you don't understand that connection enough, we often separate all those things. And we're like, okay, I'm going to work on my mental health. Okay, I'm going to work on my this, I'm going to work on my that. And that's okay. However, when you can learn some simple little tools, like I said, in those few minutes a day here and there, that kind of tap into uh, calming that central nervous system immediately, that's going to help the brain, the emotions, the gut and the adrenals and the hormones, the emotions, that's, it's going to cover almost all that. No, it's not like a magic wand that makes everything all better forever. (laughs) It's about those daily habits and routines and starting to shift them.
0: Yeah. And in a few minutes, I'm going to ask you what some of those might be. Um, But I just wanted to comment that, you know, this just makes so much sense because I think anyone who ignores the mind body connection is really kind of missing out, right? There is such a connection between what's going on with my body and then how I perceive the world down to something very simple, like how much sleep did I get last night? Right? So Mm -hmm. I am someone who needs eight hours. Like I know people who can sleep five hours and take on the world. I don't know how they do that. They are superheroes to me. I need eight hours. So right now I'm doing some nighttime potty training. And, uh, yeah. And let's just say I did not get anywhere near eight hours last night. So, um, you know, I got a good workout in today and, and I'm feeling okay. Cause it's just one night, two nights I'm done, but, but I definitely can feel like, you know, my brain is foggy and like behind my eyes is hot. And like, I, I can feel the lack of sleep in my body. And if, I was to get into some kind of, um, you know, a sensitive topic or an altercation or something right now, I'm not sure that I would be able to handle that gracefully. Do you know what I mean? Like, like my baseline is just not where it normally is. And so I talk all the time about, um, I'm so psycho about sleep that, uh, my sister-in-law had a baby like nine months ago and like, no one called me because it happened after 10 PM. They just like, no, I'm just, I'm done. My phone's off. Ilana's gone. It's 10 o'clock. So Ilana um, does not exist now. No. <laughs> for like for real. <laughs> and I think I'm and, and the one the one night she we thought she had the baby, but she didn't. I guess it was like false labor. And I was supposed to be like the person on call. And I totally forgot. and just like went to Thank God it wasn't real. Uh, anyway, let's move on from that because I still feel bad about that. Anyway. <laughs> so um, okay, so you know. the the people who listen to this podcast, they're trying to figure out how to have a more connected relationship with their partner. So Mm -hmm. you talked a lot about, you know, the body and the hormones and the gut health and all of that. What parts of your work help people feel more connected to their loved ones?
1: I think like you mentioned, bring you know, managing the stress levels, bringing the stress levels down as much as possible. Now life is life. We can't make all stress go away forever. That, that doesn't happen, right? Things, things will happen. However, we can learn tools to implement. Like, I think, um, having routines, like, you know, that on this day of the week, you work on this, this, and this, yeah, other things might happen. Things might not be like exactly the way you planned, but, and, each day of the week, you know, you're, you have certain things that you're going to be doing. And that goes for someone who's working or has a business or even for moms that are taking care of their household. It You will go into your week feeling so much more calm and um, have a sense of peace when you kind of have an idea of what's coming ahead. But when you just roll into your week and you're like, I don't know, I got all this stuff to do and I don't know when I'm going to do it, right? Right that can feel overwhelming. <laughs> that's very normal, whether that's, you know, work or whatever your, your responsibilities are. So when you can start to establish a routine, some people use a digital calendar. Some people print out something they can put on their wall. So each person is a little bit different. I use an actual planner. I'm old school. I like to write it down and, ha- and keep a running like list so you can keep track. Um, and you know what's really interesting? The way our brains work, when we can there's a reward system in our brain. We know this, you know, behavioral therapy and all the things, right? But when you can cross something off or check something off a list or whatever, that's a mini celebration of, of accomplishing that. Your brain is going to produce it. You get a Yeah. Sure.
0: That's right.
1: Exactly. And you know what that does? That brings your stress like this. Stress goes down. Happiness goes up. As soon as that happens, even on those little things, it could be as small as I put away some shoes, you know, it <laughs> doesn't any anything. Okay. So even though it might seem odd, um, writing out lists of even the small things that you need to do each day and being able to cross off or check off in some way, even some of them. You always know you're probably not going to do everything on the list every day. That's unlikely (laughs) because that's not normal for life. However, just being able to check off a few of those and then you knowing that I'm probably going to have to push a few things to the next day and that's okay. That's normal. So that's one tool that can be really, really helpful. Um, And like I said, there's lots of different ways of doing it depending on the person. Um, Sometimes with a phone, it's nice because you can set reminders to ding at you like, oh, today I need to do da-da-da-da-da. Some people love structure so much that they will schedule it specifically in, at this time, I'm gonna do this. And at this time, I'm gonna do this. Some people prefer to have more flexibility and just have a list. And whenever I get to it today is fine as long as I get to it at some point, you know, and have some more flexibility. So finding those rhythms and routines for yourself that really work are amazing. And within that routine, you can still have flexibilities. As I know some personalities, It's like, I don't like to be locked into a certain, and that's totally fine. You can just create a rhythm for yourself. Like on this day, I do laundry, and on this day, I do dishes, or, you know, whatever it is that your responsibilities are, fill them in. And then you have freedom to do it whenever you can, you know, on those days. And
0: so, in other words, it's decluttering your mind, right? Mm -hmm. And coming up with some type of organization or schedule so that you can like lower your baseline of stress so Mm -hmm. that you actually have the emotional space to connect with your partner.
1: Absolutely. Yep. Yep. You're going to be a lot um, able to come into the conversation a lot better or the interaction connection a lot, lot better when those stress levels are down. And of course, I've mentioned in the beginning, hormones are a really big factor. So we have our neurotransmitters in our brain. That's one thing. Our serotonin, dopamine, all of that, right? Right. We also have our hormones, which can be like, you know, our progesterone, estrogen and our stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, all of that. None of them are necessarily bad, but there's a balance you want to have. It's okay when you know you've got a lot of things to accomplish in a short amount of time or something really, really important. It's okay that you have a little bit of cortisol and adrenaline going on because that's going to push you through. That's going to make you survive the five hours of sleep that you got and be able to do things, right? That's how we can push through. However, we have to learn to modulate that. So when we've accomplished those things, it's the end of the day or after we've done whatever we need to do, knowing how to bring that back down. And so some of my favorite strategies are those grounding, calm, central nervous calming things like diaphragmatic breathing, that deep abdominal <laughs> breathing. Um, You And I love to partner. I love to take one small tool and partner with a couple other small things that tap into other areas. So we've got the diaphragmatic breathing that's very biological, but helps with the mood and emotions. And you can partner that with mindset. So you can partner that with gratitude or affirmations or journaling, um, prayer, meditations, anything along those lines. And once you bring those two together, it's phenomenal. You can see huge difference in one minute of doing that. One minute. Longer if you like. Do as much as you need to do. I've done it at a stoplight here and there where I'm, my mind is. I'm thinking of what I'm grateful for. I'm praying or whatever, and then I'm using the diaphragmatic breathing to help bring that system back down a little bit. You can use it also when yeah, you have you still have a lot you need to do that day but you're in that like panic. You don't want to be in that because then it's, you know, almost a shutdown. So you we've got to bring ourselves back just a little bit down so that we can still function and 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 do what we need to do. So those are some of my favorite tools. Um there's lots of different things that you can utilize things like stretching and and yoga type stretch. Um that's phenomenal as well because that is You can actually use those, and again, five minutes at the end of your day or the beginning of your day when you feel like you need to, um, you will be releasing, doing those types of movements and stretches actually releases the extra cortisol and adrenaline from your day or your week um, and helps reset, recalibrate that nervous system, the adrenal system, all of that. Um, And then you mentioned sleep. So I'll touch on that really quick. Of course, we know we need sleep. But um, for women especially, we need eight to nine hours of decent sleep for our adrenal glands to replenish all of our hormones. When we don't have that, our hormones are probably like "Eh." There's probably some things that are really low um, and you can, if, if that happens for too long, you can end up in a, an adrenal fatigue state, which is kind of a cycle uh, that contributes to stress and anxiety during the day and then difficulty sleeping at night and hormone imbalances. And it's a it's not a fun cycle. So <laughs> you want to um, definitely be ahead of that. that.
0: So basically, if you want to be a calmer person and... A partner who can connect more deeply, or connect at all, really—you um, got to take care of yourself. Absolutely, you take care of yourself. You know, and it's—it's it's like comparable to. I mean, we're talking about a lot of um, like physical, day-to-day things, but it's comparable to the mental health stuff too. Like, you know, I say this all the time. People come to me for relationship coaching, but guess what? We start with you. Like, we start with coaching you on you. You know, mm-hmm. so it really. Yeah. Like, Relationships really come back to self. And mm-hmm. I think that goes for emotional life, mental life, physical life, all of it. And mm-hmm. I think it all works in conjunction together. Like you said, you don't want to separate, it, it all works together really beautifully. And just this idea that even if I'm in a difficult relationship, even if I'm in a relationship where I'm having a hard time communicating or I'm struggling, something that I can control right now is how I run my life in a way that supports my body feeling good, my mind feeling good, you know, all of that stuff so that I can then start tackling the relationship issues. It's like relationship mm-hmm. issues get put on the back burner if I feel like shit, like point mm-hmm. blank, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think that That's this funny. makes so much sense. Yeah. So, and and you know
1: with the routines, you know I talked about the rhythms and the routines, right? Within your routines, setting aside time for your relationship, time to connect, whether that's a conversation, 15 minutes to just connect. They say, I think it was um, healthy relationships. They connect about at least 15 minutes a day or something like that. I can't remember all the numbers. Um, And then, you know, just sitting and holding hands for a few minutes um, and talking is huge for relationship because you're connecting. That's actually a biological connection, but it's also mental, emotional, all the things, right? So within that making time for your relationship, I have an example of um, how, you know, sort of taking care of yourself, but also just the awareness of what's going on with yourself can really help in a relationship. Just the other day, um, I was telling my husband how I was really frustrated because I had washed something in the washer and somehow it had literally gotten completely torn apart, like shredded. <laughs> I was really irritated. So then, you know, different personalities, different ways of looking at things. He comes over and starts telling me all the things that I did wrong when I put everything in the washer. Like, well, you put too many <laughs> in there. Well, maybe use the wrong detergent. You know, To him, he's thinking like, and I'm going to help you find water. the reason why this yeah. happened. And I'm yeah. thinking, I don't necessarily care why this happened i'm just i just need empathy right now you know <laughs> like, <laughs> and so but in the moment because i've been working on the awareness of what's going on with me and you know working on all these things right and taking care of myself i said listen honey i right now i am so tired i am sitting on the floor trying to do laundry I do not have energy for anything right now, especially not criticism. And I know maybe you didn't mean it that way. They <laughs> said, listen, I am so exhausted right now that this is not helpful. So I was just very honest and straightforward and not in like a mean way. And I didn't get angry, but I was like, I can this is not helping me right now I said, and, he, and then he goes i'm sorry honey you know and he started laughing and he came over and he gave me a hug and like it was a, it was actually a good it turned into a good moment because i was very just I, I was aware of what was going on with my body with my mental and emotional state and i just said hey listen this is where i'm at And I'm sorry, this is not working right now.
0: (laughs) You were communicating (laughs) authentically. Right, right. Yeah. Which we think of like just applies in like really deep conversations, but like it Mm -hmm. it applies all the time, right? Mm -hmm. When I'm just communicating exactly what I'm going through in like an honest and respectful way, I really can't lose. Yep. And, you know, men, uh, I think, you know, many
1: times, often, straightforwardness can be helpful and in a loving way. But like, listen, right now, this is what's going on with me. And I need you to understand this. (laughs) And so that they know like, oh, because if you leave it like a guessing game and, you know, you're ambiguous or beating around the bush, they're
0: like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. They don't, they don't get it. It just doesn't Absolutely. click. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest, <laughs> one of the biggest communication yeah. tips that I give people is, you know, don't ask for something subjective. Like, don't ask for like more support. Like, you have no idea what that means to your husband. I don't
1: know what that means. They right. have no like- idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, they like they may think that yeah. they are supporting you night and day, and to you, it's like, mm, are you though? you know, so mm-hmm. it's more like asking yourself, what would have to happen for me to feel supported and then ask for that? Mm-hmm. that, yep. goes, that yeah. goes much better with men. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And I've also learned like sometimes I think that I'm asking him for help and that's not what he's getting from what I'm saying. I'm like, oh man, I'm really overwhelmed, but da 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 da. And in my mind, that's asking for help for him. He's like, okay, what well, I don't know what that means, but okay. Hey, you know, you and so you have, you have to be very like, I need you to help with da. And this is the other thing I've it, it depends on your relationship and you know, the other person's personality, but with my husband, he has to understand the context. So I have to say, okay, this is what's going on this week. And I have all these things that are coming up and I may, may not list everything, but the important things, you know, and I will say, so today and tomorrow, I would really, really appreciate some help with X, Y, and Z. Because that's going to help me be able to do better and function better for these bigger, important things coming up, you know, whatever on the weekend or something, you know, and that really makes a big difference when he can understand. um, I'm not just asking him to do the dishes and then he'll be like, okay, I'll do it, you know in three days, four days, five, it's fine. You know, I'll get to it. Because then if I just ask about that task, he's going to be like, Oh, okay, sure. I'll eventually I'll get to it. But if he understands the context and the other things that are going on, he'll be like, Oh, okay. I'll make sure I get that done because there's more that needs to be done. You know? Da, 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 da. So.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the thing, knowing what, what's helpful for your partner and mm-hmm. being willing to give some of that, like for the sake of having a more peaceful relationship. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, for the woman who's listening, who is realizing that, you know, her baseline and her hormone level and all of the things are out of whack and she's having a moment right now of like, okay, there's something I can control. I'm going to start working on that. Where Mm -hmm. would you, what would you say to someone who wants to start and doesn't know where to start or what to do? I would say... Take
1: note of your daily routine for a few days and literally just write it down. It doesn't have to be like every nitty gritty thing, but how much sleep are you getting? Where's your stress level at? how many things are on your to-do list that you might be overwhelmed by what's going on with your kids, your relationship, um, all those factors and you know, how, like, what are you eating <laughs> that to a little bit? You don't have to list everything, but just in general, do you think you're really getting, you know, enough nutrition minerals when our brain, our, our body is mineral deficient, our brain will not function properly. We've got to have that magnesium, potassium, zinc, copper in the right ways. Um, So, you know, just taking a look at that, getting like a picture of what you have going on, and then you can start honing in on, like, I would say sleep is probably one of the first things because the sleep is your reset of how you can um, replenish the hormones. Um, that nervous system will come back down into your rest and digest and start to rebalance itself when you're getting enough sleep. And I know it's hard as a mom. <laughs> so you may have to communicate with your partner on you know different things. Sometimes there's some days where I will ask my husband, can you take the kids to school in the morning? Because I know I was up late working on something for my business and I haven't had enough sleep for, Four or five days, and I know, like, if I don't do that, I I'm gonna suffer. I'm gonna really suffer the next day, and it's gonna make me very dysfunctional. So I'll say, can you take the kids this school in the morning? I need to get a little extra sleep, and I'll do a, you know a couple more hours of sleep, and that makes a world of difference. Just doing that one day, yeah. you know, out of the week, maybe two days out of the week, I feel so much more replenished, and my you know stress levels, everything are a lot better. Yeah, you know, not everything's perfect, but much, much better. Um, And then the second thing I would say is addressing the gut health because 80% of our serotonin is produced in our gut (laughs) based on what's going on there. Um, And we don't realize it sometimes, but the snacky things that we tend to go for when we're stressed or not feeling that great or whatever, or quick, easy, convenient, the sugars, the, the processed things, the things with dyes, all of that preservatives and everything, those things actually contribute to anxiety. And we've seen, I was just reading something about the different colorings that are in a lot of foods specifically um, cause mood um, problems and things like that. So just really being aware of what's coming into your, just like how you know what you think about fuels your mind, right? What we are eating is fueling our body and our function. And that includes our hormones, which are basically our mood between our hormones and our neurotransmitters. That's our mood. So what you're doing, for your brain and your body is just as important as what you're bringing into your mind and anything else you know that you're doing
0: yeah that makes so much sense um just everything that you're saying just so i just can't stop thinking about how much it aligns with just this idea of like i have to take care of myself and fill up my cup in order to be here and serve anybody else mm-hmm. right? and- yeah there's lots of different ways to fill up your cup, but it makes sense to kind of start with the body because that's really going to run how you feel for the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Everyone finds different things that really work for them. Some people it's five minutes in the morning, five minutes in the afternoon, five minutes in the evening before bed. Some Sometimes it's different um, just depending on your schedule. But any of those little bits that you can fit in there and really just get them into your daily routine. You have to set reminders in your phone, set reminders. If you got to put sticky notes, you know, put it next to your toothbrush where you're always going to see it, put it next to where you grab your coffee cup in the morning to remind yourself, put a sticky note in your car. I, if you can't tell, I like sticky notes, whatever you want to do, Any anything you want to do is fine. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no, I mean, it just, it makes so much sense because I'm always talking about, you know, you can't control your partner. You can only control yourself. And this is such a simple, basic way of looking at that concept of like, you actually can control how your body feels. You actually can control your energy level. You actually can control, um, the way your brain functions. You really can. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, tapping into that, I mean, really just helps with the whole picture. Yeah. So, Um, Where can people find you and what kind of services do you offer online or unless they're in Phoenix and then they can come to you in person? Right. If you're in my area,
1: you can come see me. I do the therapeutic massage um, and orthopedic treatment for joints and stuff. But um, online, you can find me at my website, restoreholistics.com, all lowercase, um, or on Instagram, simply underscore holistic 777 if you just want to connect or follow along. Um, And I do offer Consultation services, so through virtual um, sessions to walk through. And what what I love to do is walk through a journey. So I have a seven step process where we will begin to unravel. Okay, what's going on, and where to begin, and then little by little by little work on those different areas: mental, physical, and emotional well being. And along that way, I'm going to give you specific tools, practical strategies, help you establish that routine, and kind of walk through that journey with you. Because the reality is, especially. If you're a busy mom, um, we can know all these amazing things. We can read about all these healthy things to do and it's wonderful, but implementing it is a whole nother story, right? And many, many times just having someone walking alongside of us in that journey can make all the difference in the world of actually continuing to implement them and get them into our long-term routines as habits versus just going through a phase, I'm doing this 30-day thing, this cleanse or whatever, you know, these things, but actually developing healthy routines that you can maintain forever.
0: That's awesome. Amazing. I mean, who doesn't want that?
1: We all need it, right?
0: <laughs> and I know because
1: I had to do it for myself. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean I, I mean, I did too, in a sense, I mean, you know, what keeps me like calm and at baseline is, you know, I wake up early every day to pray and meditate and read a couple of yeah. daily readers. And, you know, I do it for 45 yeah. minutes now, but I started with like five, you know, right. You got to start somewhere.
1: And that's the other thing is you start with small little things. And then over time you can expand those and build on those. And so you have to remember, you got to start simple and small and that's totally fine.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Otherwise, the whole thing is overwhelming, which is really counterintuitive to the whole goal anyway. So well, this was eye opening. I was telling you before we hit record that usually when I have people come on, we're talking about a lot of like, you know, therapy, coachy type relationship stuff. And this is such a nice angle to take to really look at like how can you um be a calmer person and be a calmer partner and just feel better within your interactions, uh, mm-hmm. before you ever go and even talk to your partner. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks so for coming Thanks. on. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you coming on. I know that we will continue to, um, go back and forth and support each other. So hopefully yeah. we'll see you again.
1: that will be fun. I look forward to it. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, then show some love, rate the show and leave a review and take a screenshot, post it on Instagram and tag me at partnership aligned. And don't forget to check the show notes for your free copy of my 21 questions that will bring you and your partner closer than ever. If there's one thing that I want you to get out of this show, it's that a healthy relationship. It always starts with a healthier you.